That remind me of like um. Do you remember the uh, radio? Why am I saying do you remember? As if it's like not a staple of everyone's life. The Delilah radio show. Yes. Del- <laughs> wasn't it like Delilah? Delilah. <laughs> oh God! Wow, we sound beautiful. <laughs> she left us when we needed her most. Actually, she. I think she's still doing it. I saw like an article about her last week, but I didn't read it. Same. I still follow those local news stations. <laughs> Delilah, if you're out there, if you're out there and listening, girl. Hey there, you. Delilah. What's it like on the radio? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hi, Megan. Hi. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Actually, it is going. What a lovely day it's been. Oh. Lovely day. Lovely day. <laughs> Didn't we sing that last week? Yeah, because it's in the Secret Life of Pets. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, it's a cheeky little new president. Love to see it. I know. Today was um, the day, inauguration day, for Joe Biden, in case you are (laughs) listening from a different planet. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, it just felt so good. Uh, It just... It felt like I had like wall vision because I, I I was staying tunnel vision and then um someone was like oh because so you could see like the light at the end and I was like oh I guess I had like wall vision because like for a little bit there and by a little bit I mean like the last three years yeah it felt like that like this was just like our lives and this is just like how it was gonna be for like the rest of my life. Yeah, I totally agree. I I did not see the light at the end of the tunnel either. I was just kind of under the impression that this is life now. Yeah, I was like, okay, like, I guess our country's just run by Nazis now and QAnon, so all right. <laughs> yeah, so it's been really refreshing to see this shift, and it just, it feels good. It feels good. Yeah, it just feels like almost like not real. Like, it feels like I was, like, in, like, a nightmare, and then I woke up and today, and it was, like, oh, like, my life is, like, going to continue. Like, it just, yeah, like, it doesn't seem real. Like, oh, there's, like, someone in office who, like, doesn't support, like, QAnon and who, like, believes in climate change and is, like, believes in science about the coronavirus. And, like, there's, like, a, they're, like, we're going to live. Yeah, and, like, I don't even know if that has fully even hit me yet. So, well, like the first thing that he did today, I mean, it's literally his first day, and he signed the Paris uh, mm-hmm. climate agreement. So it's like, mm-hmm. we're like, <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> like, I know he already reversed like 17 of Trump's policies, which you truly love to see it because you know, Trump was up until like the ass crack of dawn. He truly was up until like the ass crack of dawn, just like making these ridiculous policies pardoning <laughs> little Wayne and shit like that like I don't know it's it's a choice but it was a choice America not yeah. one that I made <laughs> exactly um I was watching CNN I mean pretty much like all day and they're ref- they're talking about Trump now but just like not saying his name like they're literally treating him like he's Voldemort I'm like that's a, <laughs> like, that's a little extra but you know I'm here well, for it. <laughs> it's nice not to see his dumb face and hear his dumb name everywhere. Also, like, um, it's just, cr- God, I have just like so many thoughts. 
but it's just crazy to see that like no one like protested anything today like he and like I've been like reading articles about how all these like QAnon people are like feeling so betrayed or like realizing it was like all a lie and it's like yeah like like yeah he left you like he made you crazy and made you like a not made you but like that was like a choice but like yeah isolated you from like all of your loved ones like made you crazy and then yeah like it was all just it for like and it for a game for him to like win mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now it's over and he does not give a shit about you and he like never did and the fact that like people are realizing that today I'm like it was, it was always <laughs> just about control for him like he, and like popularity yeah 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 and I will say like while I was watching this morning and like throughout the whole day I would, there would be moments of like anxiety creeping in and like everything leading up until today, I was very anxious about what could happen, like, with yeah. pro- and the, you know, um, and that's not to say that we're like totally in the clear now. I hope we are, but, and we can just like celebrate, but there was that little bit of like, you know, anxious in the back of my mind, like, oh my God, I hope that nothing Hope they don't get rowdy again. Jesus. Just crawl back into the cave you came from. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, yeah, I agree. Like leading up to this week, I was like, oh God, today's gonna suck. And then like no one across the country like protested. Yeah, like, like even Whoa. just when I, even just when I woke up today, like before I even turned on the TV, I just felt like a different energy. Yeah. Like just yeah. less less existential dread. That's what exactly what it is. Well, yeah, I feel like I've just been kind of like um like in a coma or something like that. And just like going through the motions, not realizing like <laughs> oh, like I've been feeling like all this trauma. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, that was like what that was. And like now I see like an end to it. Not that there isn't this is like the end. That's like I hope that's not what the people are saying. Like, there's a lot of work ahead. Like, this yes. country's still, like, built on systematic racism. Yes. But, like, it just feels like, finally, finally, like, we took down, like, one brick <laughs> of dismantling it. Yes. And I do think that the country deserves that today to celebrate. And then it's back to work, everyone. Yeah. Um, did you watch just now um, the little concert celebrations? I I didn't. Um, I started watching them earlier. And I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's been so long since I watched an inauguration. Because I did not participate in the last one. That it was a little. It's I don't know. It's like the Oscars. <laughs> I didn't know that they were like that. Well, this year's was like obviously different because COVID. But um I just, like, kind of had it on in the background, but it ended with Katy Perry and Firework, and then they, like, lit up all these fireworks, like, like, thousands. Like, the whole screen. Aww. Oh, my God, you should look it up afterwards. It was, like, yeah. very, very beautiful. It was yeah. insane. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just the concerts that I saw earlier, they were getting a little, like, like, same old. Everyone's, you know, I don't know. I, to be honest, I was just bored. Yeah. Um... Well, yay! So, woo! <laughs> Today's a good day. And then, yeah, tomorrow we'll get back to work. Um, 
anyways, that's the podcast. I'm like, I don't even like know what else to talk about because I literally just feel like I'm like in a fever dream. <laughs> Same. Yet I feel like there's been a lot of celeb news this week. There has been, but first, let's let's talk about things. Um, Megan, what? I have watched no multiple. What? Wait, what? I feel like you're about to attack me over something and just want to say no. Oh my God. First of all, how dare you? (laughs) I was coming at you with good energy. I need you to leave your Trump energy behind. This is my energy zone. Don't ever, don't (laughs) ever you watch your mouth when you're talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) You're coming up really aggressive. (laughs) Um, I have watched. And almost finished. I have two episodes left of one show. Oh, okay. Now I know what it's about. I approve. I have watched three shows since we talked, or finished three shows almost since we talked last week. Finished? Yeah, I finished Bridgerton, which, wow, that show was very good. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I mean, I know it is. I just, I can't, I haven't started it yet. I think you'll really like it. I don't think it's like a binge show like I watched like two episodes in one day and then I was just like watching one episode a day um (laughs) but it was really really good um and like normally like we talked about last week I'm not like a period piece um Kira Knightley stan but it was good I really liked it um and then I started and finished finally I know I'm like so late to the game um The Undoing oh okay which I really liked. I watched that like in a day and a half. Um, okay, see that was good, but that was a that one was a slow burn for me. I um, I yeah, just because some of those episodes in between got kind of like long and slow, but then all of a sudden you get to the last few episodes, then you get to like the last fifteen minutes, and you're like, holy shit, Megan! There was like literally at least six episodes. <laughs> I know, but yeah, well, I don't know. I'm just saying it took me a long time to finish for some reason. Oh, I like, I thought it was kind of thrilling the whole time. Um, I really liked it. God, that husband is such a psycho. I know. And like, I'm upset that Hugh Grant looks so old. (laughs) Oh my God, he doesn't. What? I don't think he looks that old. He's a silver fox. He looks like he has done some shit in his life, which we all know. He has. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like his years are just starting to show on his face, which is fine. He's 60. What do you want him to be? I don't, I want him to be the same Hugh from 20 years ago. He can't be, but I still think that he's very attractive and I think he looks good for his age. Mm-hmm. Megan, he's a 60 years old. I know. I literally can't say anything because when I'm 60, I'm going to look like a fucking raven. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll just look like a saggy old, like someone brought leftovers, left it and forgot about it, left it in March of 2020 and came back to the office 2022. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to look like, the leftover. Yeah. So literally, who am I to talk shit? But he just he just looks old. That's it. It's not like he looks bad. He just looks old. Like his age has caught up with him. He's not defying 
these like Hollywood well I guess he is defying the Hollywood norms of being perfect and I respect that but I just had to take a moment to come to terms with it Sorry, not all of us have gotten Botox, Megan. <laughs> Some of us have aged, okay? <laughs> okay. Forget I said anything. Nicole well, Hugh Grant probably forgot because he's so fucking old. <laughs> he has no memory left. Nicole Kidman has definitely not aged. Well, yeah. <laughs> she has like a face full of very natural looking fillers. And I'm not judging her. I want her to give me the number. Of the person she sees. Um, Keep going. So yeah. I finished that. Loved it. Husband's a psycho. Especially when he goes to the. Spoiler alert. But oh my god. show fucking ended two months ago. People have watched. The show ended two months ago. Um, When he like drives to the fucking bridge. Look I was you. like Finish- get a grip. Finishes one show and gets all cocky. With your spoilers. <laughs> I feel on top of the world, okay? I'm a different person. Um, and then, Megan, mm-hmm. you're welcome. I started The Wilds because you're like, I recommended this show to you, and you didn't watch it. Well, surprise, bitch. I did. I started watching it yesterday, and I stayed up very late. <laughs> and I only have two episodes left. That's what happened to me. Like, I would be watching until, like, 2 a.m. on a school night, which is ballsy for me these days. <laughs> I know. I stayed up until midnight last night. And I, at midnight, I was like, should I just play the next episode? And then I was like, bitch, go to bed. <laughs> That's how I was. I had, like, one episode left, I think. And it was, like, 1.40 a.m. And I was like, ooh, do I dare? So I was like, <laughs> No, who am I? <laughs> I know, but it is actually really good, and it's not like Lost. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, well, not that I know of. There's way more answers than they would have given me ever in Lost, but it is yeah. really, really good. I am really liking it. I'm, to be honest, this show, it's like you kind of figure out what's going on for like pr- very early in yeah. this season. You don't know why if that's happening but like you do know what's going on and like I said watch lost so but I've heard people I've heard people (laughs) have wild issues with it like you do and I didn't have any issues with this show the wild I mean you know like I said it's kind of like corny like the acting is very like corny but in like teen girl way but I I enjoy that god you know a character I fucking hate like a majority of them but tell me Tony what is that bitch's deal? Okay, but which one is that? <laughs> she's the one with, like, the fucking rage issues. Oh, yeah. She's the... She has the very, like, hoarse voice. Yes? Yeah. Yes. And the sister. No. Wait, she has a sister, doesn't she? No, she just has a friend. She's, like, the foster girl. Um, She plays basketball. Her friend oh, is yeah. the one that... Okay. Yeah. I spent the literal whole season thinking they were sisters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I fucking hate her. <laughs> yeah, there are some pretty cringy characters. But I think that's the point. Obviously, not everyone's meant to be likable. And that's what creates conflict. I hated the main girl. 
Oh, yeah. She's fucking whiny and annoying. I don't remember her name, but yeah. Leah. Yep. Yeah. She was, like, my second person that I was like, fuck off. Um, But, God, that Tony bitch. I was like, what? Like, can you rage chill? Like, she was so raged every fucking second of the day. (laughs) For no reason. I was like, what is your problem? That would be exhausting to be that angry in that type of situation like you gotta learn how to control yourself yeah uh, when she like fucking acts down their fucking hut i was like oh my god oh yeah okay so what episode are you on um i'm on the third to last i think okay i will say i thought there were I spent the whole time watching thinking there were 11 episodes, but there are, in fact, only 10. So please don't make the same mistake I made because that was very upsetting. Yeah, I, I just finished the episode um, where they, like, talk to Leah again, like, in her little bunker room, and then they, like, drug her. Mm-hmm. And the season, well, I'm not going to ruin anything, but there has they have been approved for a season two. And I hope that it comes soon because... The way it ends is definitely a cliffhanger. I'm like, I can't even like get my hopes up because remember that show that I watched over summer that now I literally can't remember the name of it, but it had Catherine Newton in it and it was on Netflix. It was like about the teens who's like all the adults have disappeared from their town. Um, yeah, the, yeah. I don't know. Called, fucking but... love that show and it got approved for season two and then fucking covid hit and yep. then they canceled it and i'm like i fucking love that show and i was like really looking forward to season two okay then i yeah then maybe i won't get my hopes up too much but i'm under the impression that this is probably one of those things where they like already started season two I don't know. I could be wrong, but I hope it comes soon because oh so many so many questions but in like a good way not in like a Lost, lost way. way. Fuck you, lost. Old cliffhanger way. In Lost, I like literally. There was like a polar bear at one point. I like. I literally don't fucking know. A polar bear. <sighs> yes, on a tropical island. Okay. No. <laughs> and they now. I don't think they ever give an answer to it. <sighs> I like can't even. I can't talk about it. I'm already feeling raged. Ooh, um, you're going all Tony on us. I'm really feeling Tony on you guys. Um, highly recommend The Wilds. Yay. It's, it's good. Uh, and every show that I talked about before that. Um, what have you been watching? Um, the Hills. Yeah. <laughs> I finished The Hills, but I've been in one of those like weird show ruts. Actually, ever since I finished wi- The Wilds. Because I'm like, what do I want to start next? Or do I want to rewatch something? Or do I want to like really rewatch something i'm i'm toying with the idea of rewatching true blood oh i'm still very slowly watching the sopranos which is great but not necessarily the type of show that you like sit down and binge i don't know it's like a once a week show exactly for me that's very like one episode out of at a time maybe on a weekend i'll get like two or three in a day on like a lazy day yeah yeah, you know, they're very hefty episodes. Um, but that's great. Loving it. And yep, rewatched all the hills. And oh god, I did watch talk about like guilty pleasure. Um, 
Lauren and I watched this show called House of Ho on HBO Max. Have you heard? Uh-uh. I can't even say that I'd recommend it. <laughs> so I'm just like confessing to the fact that I watched it. Um, it's a reality show. It just follows like a very, very, very rich Vietnamese family. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And there's another, there's another actually like kind of like crazy rich Asian style reality show on Netflix right now. I think it's called Bling Empire. Yeah, it is. And literally they say that they're like, they're like, yeah, we're like crazy rich. Like they make that comparison. So I, we started, we even started that to see what all the fuss is about. And I will say that House of Ho is better. So if you're going to watch one of them, <laughs> go with House of Ho. But wow, it just has some incredibly unlikable characters it's always these shows that I'm just like if you know that this is what you're like as a person why do you agree to doing reality tv uh I probably because they're so rich they don't realize like anything's wrong with their personality or like they're so rich that they you know they have like no consequences for like their actions yeah that's exact there's this one character his name is Washington Ho He's like the son of the family and, you know, like in Asian culture, like the firstborn son gets like everything. So that's his whole deal is that he's going to get the father's business when he retires. But he's basically just like a party guy and he has like a wife and kids at home, but he just like leaves her whenever he wants to go like party, do drugs, gamble. And like, it's just like really kind of like problematic. Some of the, like the way he acts and it's like, ew, you're grimy. (laughs) Dude, you know what I think about all the time? This is so random. Like, there's so many, like, wealthy people out there, and I just, like, have no clue. Like, there's so many people that are, like, billionaires, and I just, like, have no idea. Oh, yeah. These people are just, like, stupid rich, and they live in Houston, which I can, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of Houston that's very well off, but it's not the nicest city, you know? And it's it's just so weird to me. Like, Like in one episode, they take a private plane to go shopping in Dallas. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why. I just find that so funny. It's just like, what exactly is in Dallas that you can't get in Houston? (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Or like, just live in Dallas. Yeah, exactly. Like, when I compare those two, I don't know. I just happen to think of Dallas as being nicer. But... You know, to each their own. Yeah, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, there's, like, five billionaires in the world. But then I'm like, oh, no, there's, like, thousands of billionaires in the world. And I just, don't know who they are. My tangent was not necessarily related to what you were saying. But I I agree with you. It just went in a different direction than me talking shit about Houston. But, yeah, I totally agree that they're just, like, people who are stupid rich just among us. Living among us, you never know who to trust. I know, but like, can one of them fall in love with me? That'd be cool. (laughs) Isn't like one out of eight people in New York a millionaire or something like that? Um, I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying, you have a lot of opportunity out there, girl. Girl, don't, don't get me started. Actually, maybe this will segue into our next conversation, but 
my plans consist of stalking Dale Moss around the city from here on out. <laughs> Do you want to date Dale? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like I don't. <laughs> um, that's a choice. But <laughs> so yeah, Dale and Claire, Dale and Claire, Claire and Dale, Delaire, Kale. They're Dunzo. Um, which is, I'm sure, such a shock to Bachelor Nation. Um, and my thoughts and prayers are with you guys right now during this unsettling, unprecedented time in Just... which Claire has gone fucking bonkers and ended up alone again. What an epic failure. <laughs> <laughs> my God, she's got to get help. Oh, I know. I'm starting to feel a little bad for her. I'm well, not. I know. I've been feeling bad for her. I do feel bad for her. She's, what's that saying that people say when you're loony? She's a fucking loon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like an old, she's one something shy of a something. I don't know. Forget it. But she's kook. Dude. Okay. Everyone who obviously like listens to the podcast and watches Bachelor obviously like knows who Claire is. She was on Juan Pablo season, which she thinks everyone has like embedded into their hearts and minds. We haven't. I don't remember, but I was on Juan Pablo season. This is a dress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and it's like she, <laughs> whatever. And it's like, first of all, people don't even like really remember Juan Pablo season because it like sucks so hard that we like try to not think about it and like I feel like the only person that people remember from that season is fucking Andy and that's a whole other fucking shit show so I'm not ready to talk about that <laughs> yeah I can't ever talk about Andy ever um so th- yeah she was on Wild Public season she was not like whatever um and then she like went on Bachelor in Paradise yeah and then she was in the Winter Games. Where she got engaged. That's the thing. It's like everything that Claire has been involved in has been like an epic fa- failure. Like on the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. Winter was Like Juan Pablo's season was a failure. Everyone hated him. He's like still to this day the most hated Bachelor besides like Ari. And then she was on Paradise. which Sorry, I just didn't watch the season. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I literally paused to wait for you to say that. <laughs> and I don't know. I guess Bachelor in Paradise was decent because that, that was like when they were first starting out with Bachelor in Paradise, though, right? Because like, yeah, I don't even remember. That was like the second season. Yeah, so I guess I wouldn't consider that a failure because I don't really remember what happened with her, but I do remember her going a little like kooky because they would make those funny like producer edits where she would be like venting in a tree to a producer but they obviously couldn't show that she was talking to a producer so they'd make it look like she was talking to like a raccoon or something oh yeah it was pretty funny but so there's that and then she was on winter games which is a failure and then she finally got her own season which was beyond a failure I mean, and it's like how we Claire I feel like yeah. like you finally got your own season of The Bachelor like made history oldest bachelorette in history 
And then COVID happened. And I feel like maybe the universe is just trying to tell you something, girl. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, she she had her way out. I think. Yeah, like, she could have just gone through the show, gotten to the end, gotten engaged, gotten a diamond ring, kept it for two years, or stayed in a relationship for two years so she could keep the ring, get fucking brands to sponsor her for the rest of her life, and then maybe find true love. But <laughs> she was a loony! I mean, this is like a stupid thing to say after all that we just went over, but like, will brands even want to work with no. her now? <laughs> like, There's she kind of. No way! Right. Like, usually, if the whole bachelor love thing fails for you, that's kind of like one thing you have going for yourself. But I don't know if she's gonna really have that. Well, and she's so like rude to everyone. Like, no one like likes like I haven't seen like any Claire stands. Right. So... Right. You did have the opportunity to like make people like her, but she really just like doubled down. Like she did not. And that's the thing, though, but you can tell that she was being herself the whole time. I was going to say, good for her for being authentic, but, you know, not everyone is everyone's type. (laughs) Right. Also, she could have just done the whole show. Like, I'm pretty sure they were shortening the process anyway. Like, I'm pretty sure it was all shortened to begin with because of COVID. She could have just done it, ended up with Dale in the end. Like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of this could have been prevented. She could have either done it and gotten to know Dale better and it would have maybe strengthened their relationship or they wouldn't have ended up together at all in the first place or they just wouldn't have looked so, or they would have broken up anyway, but just not looked so fucking stupid. Yeah, exactly. Well, God, and like, I just keep going back to, um, sorry, just hiccup. Um, I keep going back to when Chris is, like, interviewing them after they, like, get together, and he's like, what's next for you guys? And she's like, babies! And it's like, they had known each other for, like, literally two weeks. I know. No, literally, that's the video that everyone's posting as, like, this is the moment you can tell. Because she's like, he's like, oh, I don't know. And she's literally just like, babies. Babies. Babies? Babies. Like, oh, it's unhinged. Like, you've known this person for literally two weeks while being quarantined in a fucking La Quinta roadside motel. It's so desperate. And I just cannot imagine the type of person who she's going to date next. Uh, ben. And like <laughs> the fact that they like moved in together too, like right away. Like <sighs> So a podcaster I follow on Twitter, Danny Pellegrino, you know, he's Oh my god, I love him. Yeah, he does a lot of Bravo stuff, I guess. that He, like, tweeted some shit the other day after the breakup. Was that literally yesterday? Yeah. The- oh, my God. Wow. Time. Um, So he tweeted some shit about how he has, has like, a theory that they've been pretty much on the rocks since November because he was going to have them as a guest on their show. But, like, a publicist um, within, like, three days a publicist reached back out and was like I'm sorry we're gonna have to postpone this appearance indefinitely (gasps) oh my gosh and that was like back in November well like I know she just like met his cousin or something and it was like that day that she like 
unfollowed his cousin. She, like, deleted a picture of Dale. She, like, unfollowed Dale. He, like, unfollowed her. The cousin unfollowed her. Oh, really? So, yeah, I have no idea what happened with the cousin, but I think that was, like, a the breaking point. The cousin was probably like, um, Dale, what the fuck are you doing? She's fucking crazy. <laughs> I also think, I don't think that Claire's mom is doing very well, like, health-wise. Yeah. So, because I think she posted something about it. So I was under the impression that, like, Claire left to go spend time with her mom. And that was pretty much just, like, it. And Dale's been bopping around New York City like nobody's business. That's what I say. I'm going to go find him. Because, you know that account, Dumois? Mm-hmm. Like, they send, like, blind items of, like, celeb sightings and shit. Um, yeah, they he's literally just like all over downtown, just like Dale Moss here with a friend, Dale Moss there with a friend. He was literally at a restaurant that I was at in the East Village in like a pretty random location, and I was there like hours before him. <gasps> no, I know. And I did read this article that said that like hours before Dale posted that like breakup text stuff that I sent you. He had, like, posted a story asking for restaurant recommendations in New York City. So it's, like, he was just chilling, like, planning his night out, like, trying to get somewhere to eat. And then, like, shit hit the fan. And he's just, like, oh, shit, I got to do my breakup post. Let me delete restaurant stories. (laughs) And, like, the timing is just so weird. Well, that's how I feel about, God, a lot of these random breakups. Like, that's how I feel about still fucking, um, even though I fucking hate them. Peter and Kelly, like, they had literally just yeah. agreed to, like, they had just posted that they were moving in together, and, like, three days later, they're, like, we're broken up. <laughs> I know. It really makes you just wonder, like, don't you just want to be a fly on the wall? <laughs> yeah, just be like, what was, like, the breaking point? I know. I'm just so nosy. That's like, how you can just, like, never trust people's, like, Instagram relationships, because, like, like, two days before they, Dale and Claire broke up, like, Claire has, like, a picture of her and Dale being, like, my forever and then that was like over and it's like you can just like never you can just never trust people's like fucking instagram relationships because like people be on the rocks and be posting like my forever (laughs) right especially like c-list celebs like this yeah (sighs) oh you know i am shocked that it happened this soon (laughs) i actually am i was gonna give them like a year I guess, like, they've been dating, though, since, like, what, May? Yeah, but that's still really only, like, a little over half a year. Yeah. Damn. Crazy. But. Fail. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe Claire and um, Colton would be good together. Both very obsessive. (laughs) Oh, my God. Talk about toxic. I saw something today about, like, one of the E! News or something sites posted something about him. And it was, like, Colton's book tells all about blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, can we, like, can we stop giving him attention? And yeah, like, up- let's not. <laughs> yeah, that's a little icky. He's he's dead to us in the Bachelor world. So, let's not go there. God, all we have oh, is God. memories of the fence. The fence. <laughs> Um, speaking of, like, 
you know what I've been wondering lately? I'm like, when is Justin, or not Justin, God, when is Jason going to propose to Caitlin? Um, you can tell that I've been watching The Hills a lot because you said Justin. My mind immediately went to Justin Bobby. Justin Bobby. And then you said Jason. And then you said Jason and my mind automatically went Jason. to Jason. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jason! I'm sorry. Lauren's coming home and Rocky is barking like a fool. Um, but yeah, Jason and Caitlin. Good question. Like, she just won Dancing with the Stars. I would say, I listened to that podcast, and she was just like, oh, if we win Dancing, if I win Dancing with the Stars, we're getting married immediately, and I'm having your child. It's pretty well, much. <laughs> I know. And then they got COVID, which I get. <laughs> Even better time to get married. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. They've actually, I think they've been a little under the radar lately. Well, I'm still on my social media purge because I'm better than everyone. I'm not like the other girls and I'm very quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am like forgetting a ton of, <laughs> of celebrities exist. I'm like, who is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. Wow. I don't know how I would handle that. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like I haven't been seeing them post a lot. Hmm. Hopefully they're good. Okay. Everything's I'll, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll like, freak. I will freak. No, they're fine. Except then maybe he'll be single and then he'll start <laughs> talking to me on Twitter again. <laughs> I already know his brother. It's fine. I'm part of the family. Oh, God. Um, and yeah. other relationship news. Um, Army Hammer. Mm. Turns out that he had a Finsta. And for all of you oldies like me and Megan, that's a fake Instagram that you just have like your closest friends follow. And then you just post like radical shit on there. Um, I don't have a Finsta. I'm not. I'm like, I don't have anything cool enough to post. I was saying, I don't. Exactly. I don't either because I'm not cool enough to need to have one. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally like, here's my mac and cheese. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um. <laughs> My fence is just me. My insta is me being on keto, and my fence is me eating carbs. <laughs> I feel like that was like a wine mom joke, and I really think I'm losing my sense of reality. No, I liked it. I liked it. Um, your by the way, there are minion. No, your your fence is just minion wine. <laughs> Oh my god, don't fucking tempt me, bitch. Don't tempt me. By the way, you guys, an update to last week. Very important news. There are minion wine drinking memes. Not a lot. Not as enough as we need, but they they do exist. Yeah. Um, um, what, Megan? What? I hate them. You heard me. Anyways. They're so funny and they're so weird. Anyways. <laughs> Some people don't appreciate art. Some people aren't <laughs> cultured, and that's fine. <laughs> to me, it's a joke. <laughs> Do you have one in like that laminate wallpaper posted above your bed? Anywho, <laughs> you do. You can make stick wall stickers out of anything you want. <laughs> so, and they're just peel and stick, and they don't damage your walls. So, oh, God, you know those like that. You will. 
you know those like life-size athlete ones that like little boys have in their room yeah i hate those it's like that but a life-size minion (laughs) (laughs) i know someone's birthday present (laughs) um wallies this podcast is sponsored by wallies (laughs) peel and stick stickers that don't damn balls wallies um like going oh (laughs) (laughs) minions someone make a joke about minions and army hammer pretend i said something really funny um i can't think of anything right now just pretend um so yeah turns out he had a finsta wow i'm getting back to reality we were talking about finstas turns out he has a finsta and he had been like posting um like bondage memes and him like being like i passed my drug test because like this certain drug doesn't come up in your pee test now i can see my kids motherfuckers and like women um on all fours like in lingerie with like <laughs> just like being obviously like dominated Ugh. um so like <laughs> i'm gonna say that those accusations of him were correct that we discussed last week um and like in the one there's like a one photo of being like i have to go back to the cayman islands because like my wife's a bitch and she like won't bring my kids back and, or my ex-wife and but like luckily i get a fuck miss cayman again and then he had to put out an apology because like miss cayman islands was like not the girl in the picture who's like obviously in like bondage and shit she's like not the girl in the picture and so then like he had to put out an apology that was like that's not miss cayman islands and miss cayman islands is like we're disturbed and disgusted we have nothing to do with army (sighs) so yeah yeah i would say that this whole story is the gift that keeps on giving but it's not a gift and i want it truly not (laughs) the gift that keeps on giving is my dear friend who i miss so dearly um hilaria baldwin but I think I saw a meme that was I don't know it was like comparing the two like Hilaria now that everyone's talking about Army's cannibalism but it's true I miss there was something about the Hilaria story that was just so dumb and pure like I, I get that it's not cool to like claim other people's cultures but it was overall kind of like harmless and like pure which is what you said well, there was just like so much it was just such an insane story that had like so much evidence that mm-hmm. wasn't like um barbecuing your ribs human ribs yeah um <laughs> that was like what's the english word for cucumber that was like so funny right right it was just yeah just good good clean fun and <laughs> whole cannibalism shit is the the exact opposite from that it's like a gift that I was I like like please stop giving it to me. <laughs> like I know I signed up for your promotional emails, but like I'm I'm done. That was like a different me. Like I don't need uh, okay Wayfair. I'm glad that you have 15% off every fucking 10 minutes, but like stop. I know. And like I know that we say we want the celebs to like give us some crazy shit, but like this is not what we meant. A side note, speaking of Ilaria. Um, mm-hmm. who still has not been on Instagram. Like, I truly, girl, if you're listening, I miss you, okay? Come back out. 
because we we got to get some more material. So please, I'm begging you. Um, we all miss you. It was it was it was <laughs> it was making fun of you out of love, girlfriend. So just come on. Yeah, um, just back and laugh with us. Yeah, like okay, you guys got me. I know the word for cucumber because I grew up in fucking Boston. But you know who I just found out is not Latina besides Ilaria? <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. And I just might have been so stupid. So I'm, I apologize for my ignorance in advance. But I literally just found that out today. And I was like, who can I trust? <laughs> like, what celebrities can I trust? I, I don't know. Really? I'm really scared and like <laughs> paranoid. Oh. That's, I, yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess I had no reason to think she was Latina. Because she plays, like, a lot of Latina women. That's, like, her main casting. But she's British. She's a straight fucking white British. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that I blame fucking, like, Hollywood and, like, these agents who, like, market their clients to be something they're not. And then that's a whole other issue of... Like, like her taking ta- roles. Yeah, of her taking roles that should have been given to probably a Latina actor, actress. But, huh, that's... Yeah, she, like, never claimed to be on, like, our, our dear sister, um, Ilaria. Mm-hmm. But I still, like, when I found that out today, I was like, I feel terrified. I'm paranoid. I don't know how to who to trust. Like, my trust is broken. And... Every celebrity that's going to come across my radar, I need to do, like, an ancestry, <laughs> like, 23andMe reveal. Because otherwise, I'm being lied to, and I don't like it. Um, that's, like, when I found out fucking what's her face. Oh, God. Uh, Rita Ora is not black. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was, like, I'm, like, I can't... <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> she's British too, no? She is, but you can obviously be both. You can be flat. Yes, yes. But... <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like I need like a 23. I guess they did have that like celebrity 23 and Me show. Wasn't it like Deborah Messing on it? Yeah, but side note, um, <laughs> Lauren has been watching the America's Next Top Model seasons with the guys for the first time, and they do this. And we just watched it like yesterday or today. But there's this whole episode where like they do 23andMe DNA tests on all the contestants and they like pair them up based on who's who has like similar matches that like you wouldn't expect. So Oh it, no. Tyra. It's, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> stupid. And then this must have been like a, a sponsorship by this brand, because then there's this whole scene at the end when Tyra's like okay, I'm going to go get my, like, DNA results and figure out what my background is because I'm, in like, it's just so forced and fake and cheesy and tacky and I hate it. Tyra. Mm-hmm. All right, girl. <laughs> we don't have the time today. Um, so, yeah, that's the update on ARMY. <laughs> He's a cannibal. I didn't say this last week, but his ex-girlfriend had come out and, like, given more detail about their relationship. I guess it was, like, so traumatic she had to, like, check herself into a mental hospital for a month afterwards. Um, And he told her that he wanted to (laughs) barbecue her ribs. So, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Chili's. <laughs> oh my god, no. Too far. Too far. Uh, well, let's hope we have absolutely nothing to report on that next week. Dude, if you're listening to fucking Cayman Islands, just like lock your fucking doors. Is that where he is? Yeah. <laughs> like, sleep with the light on. You, I don't know, man. You can't trust him. You cannot trust him. He's a fucking cannibal. Stay away from grills and other <laughs> barbecue devices. <laughs> Make sure your heart is inside your chest <laughs> at all times. Count your ribs. Count your ribs. Oh, Army, why are you doing this? You've ruined your entire life. I was kind of like an Army fan. Like Were you? I, yeah, I don't, like, no particular reason. It's not like I've seen, like, every movie he's in. But I was kind of, like, buying into his whole, like, shtick. You know? I thought he was, like, very hot, but... Yeah, exactly. Like, he's kind of just, like, this hot, like, kind of aloof, like, quirky dude. I thought he was, like, a... And I actually have receipts of this before the cannibal thing came out. Like, days before the cannibal thing came out. Oh, thank God. I have timestamps, so don't come for me, anybody. Um, But I I always thought he was, like, a, like, hot guy. But I... 100% 100% thought he was like an asshole I was like he's like a hot asshole that you have like one night with or like you know you let him string you along when you're like depressed and you just like need to feel something yeah I need therapy Um, <laughs> but like he's like for sure an asshole like you don't want to be with him and now I'm like well I guess I'm just semi right but I didn't know the magnitude of <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and he's I don't know he's had some he's been weird before like you could probably google him well, you can't Google him now. Nothing will come up but this. But he's had some, like, weird... Given some weird interviews before, is what I mean. Yeah. Also, like, one time he showed, like, a picture or, like, a video on his Instagram of his, like, son sucking on his toe. <laughs> and I just feel different about it now. I never yeah. felt great about it in the beginning. But now I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, family is cannibals. Um, dude, I feel so bad for his ex-wife. Can you imagine? Like, and like they're on the same island together. She like has to give them like have her kids like see him. Yeah, no, terrible. And I will say, she seems like a lovely person. Yeah, she does. She just seems very wholesome. And I mean, he'll be all right. Like he was literally a millionaire before he got famous because his grandfather was like an oil tycoon, and now he's like an extra millionaire. But like. So he'll be just fine. Um, but he's probably doesn't have a good career ahead of him. Although he's a white male in Hollywood, so I'm sure he actually will be fine. So my question is, and I know that we kind of talked about this last week, is that like Army's big claim to fame is Call Me By Your Name with mm-hmm. the Chalamet. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be making a follow-up movie to that, like a sequel. So, and, like, obviously, Army's, like, a huge part of that. But, like, there's no way he's going to be cast in it now. You know? It's like, what are they going to do? 
I think Timothy is safe because he doesn't have a lot of meat on his bones. Very thin guy. He literally could count his ribs just like by looking at his. <laughs> like Army sees him and he's like, "There's not a lot of meat there. Like I don't think it's worth it. Like very gamey. Um, you know, like a lot of more bones than meat. You really got to work to get like anything. So I think I'm just gonna leave him alone. So I honestly think it would be safe to film. Okay, gross, but you know, just the optics of it all. <laughs> oh god army why um god was there anything else oh my god <laughs> speaking of breakups ben affleck and anna diarmas broke up uh huh and god I, like, know nothing about their relationship other than they're, like, photographed drinking Dunkin' coffee, like, on their walks daily. Yeah. And, like, the only thing that I know about her and their relationship is literally from the Twitter stan account, Anna Diarmas Updates, which mm-hmm. has become, like, iconic in its own way after she blocked them. <laughs> um... And, like, my first thought, literally, like, when I saw the breakup, was, like, (gasps) is Anna Diarra's updates okay? Like, I literally went to their Twitter to check because I was, like, okay. Because, like, they're so fucking iconic on Twitter. Like, if you're on Twitter and not, like, oh, I have a Twitter account. Like, you're on Twitter. Then you, like, know of this account. And, like, everyone on Twitter, like, fucking loves them. And it's just, like, the best account to follow. Even, like, Knives Out has, like, interacted after Anna blocked them. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. The highlight of that was after they broke up. Yes. They posted a picture <laughs> because they were photographed. Someone was photographed removing a life-size cutout of Anna de Armas from Ben Affleck's house. And they posted Look. that. It's just like, <laughs> and then the article I read was just like, Ben's kids used to play with it. I was like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> twisted. Yeah, like it's literally like a life size, like literally life size cutout of like her like laying on the ground, like little feet in the air. And it's like someone is trying to stick it into like a normal size, just like trash can that you like bring out to the street. And so they're like trying to jam it in there, but it's like definitely as tall as the trash can. And someone's the person throwing it away was Casey Affleck. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was a rumor. <laughs> I think it is, but I think it's also true. <laughs> I know. I was like, once they said that, I was like, it's definitely either like Casey or Ben, because whoever it is has like a hat and like a bandana as a mask and sunglasses. And it definitely looks like it could be either of them, to be honest. It definitely looks like Casey because they look like a little like scrawnier. Than... Mm-hmm. Um, so like, and it's like I love how like the first day that the breakup breaks, like that's their first move. Like, get this life size cutout out of this house. I mean, if you had a life size cutout of your man, wouldn't you want it out of your face too? My thing is, is like. Bring the trash can into the garage. Close the garage door. I guess maybe he was, like, trying to send a sign that's like, fuck you, Anna. Well, you know, their whole relationship is based off of paparazzi pics. And that's what makes them so perfect. And to commemorate their relationship together, they gave us this one last gift. I know. One last trash can life-size cardboard gift. 
God, the picture of Ben Affleck trying to grab all the Dunkin' Donuts order that he had off his door, like, stoop, because clearly he got, like, DoorDash, and they, like, left it at the door, and it was, like, eight coffees and, like, a box of donuts, and, like, like a he had a piece of mail there like a box and he was like trying to grab it all and like paparazzi took a picture oh my god it's amazing iconic and then like the next day he like came out and like flipped everyone off because he was like mad that like blew up on twitter and it's like we're just poking fun you and ilaria need to chill oh my god maybe they'll date oh my god he's like i wait ilaria's married (laughs) i know but you know hollywood moves fast He's like, I do love Spanish women. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I mean, Ben Affleck is a fascinating person to me. I always, yeah. I spent like my whole childhood holding him to like such a high regard. Same. Because I, first of all, I just thought he was beautiful. That whole like Benifer relationship is like, oh, one yeah. of, like iconic pop culture moments that I recall that and Brad and Jen's divorce and and then he's just like the older I get the more I realize that I'm just like this man is trash like what a fall from grace yeah god he's sad (laughs) he's very sad yeah I like loved him when I was a a kid because like he was in all the movies he was Mm -hmm. so hot Pearl Harbor was like a sexual awakening well plus I was like obsessed with um Josh Hartnett still am same um (laughs) <laughs> and yeah and then like Benifer and then he married um Jennifer Garner and like she's even six- they were such a cute perfect little family and I loved her because you know 13 going on 30 yeah and she's like still iconic to this day yeah um and like yeah she was like so cute and like they just seemed like such a cute little family and then they got divorced and it's like oh he has a fucking dragon tattoo covering his whole back and like lives at Dunkin Donuts and like he sucks <laughs> yeah yeah he's just one of those like yeah just like the prime example of like growing up and realizing that men are trash but then wasn't he like drinking and driving and then he like had a girlfriend in rehab and she was like 20 I mean yeah he has uh, he has like struggled with I think like alcohol abuse like addiction and I think gambling too so like he has issues that he needs to work out and some of those things can't be helped so I don't want to you know but but still but you can choose not to date a 20 year old yeah (laughs) you can choose not to get a phoenix tattoo on your back (laughs) you can choose not to eat someone's rib cage but you can choose not to eat Dunkin' Donuts off the floor. <laughs> you can choose not to fucking drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee because it's truly trash. And don't even fucking come for me, you fucking donkeys. You know it's not good. No, this is a donkey free podcast because fuck donkeys. It's so gross. Like, every time I get coffee there, I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway. The only time it was acceptable was back in the day. And this is probably when I lived with you. So I probably had Dunkin' Cups everywhere. Was that from like 2 to 6 p.m. in the afternoons, they would do 99 in the summers, they would do 99 cent any size iced coffee or iced tea. So I would just like chug like 32 ounces of iced coffee 
a day at like 2 p.m. And then if I was around a Duncan between 2 and 6 p.m., I'd go, oh, excuse me, I hiccuped. I'd go get another one. <laughs> oh, I didn't know they did that. See, I, I didn't, I stopped going to Duncan after like numerous times in high school and then like one time I just like had enough where I was like why do I keep coming here like I fucking every time I'm like so disappointed and so right I I don't think I've been back since right there's so many times where I'm like I'm gonna give them another try and then I yeah and then I'm like why did I do this their fucking coconut donuts are fucking musty they like literally taste like dust. I don't get it. And their coffee just is fucking gross. It's so gross. Listen, I know it's basic, but we've talked about how that word is not very feminist. And I just love Starbucks. I just like their coffee. I do, which I am very excited to try their pistachio latte next time I pass one. Oh my God, I had it. And is it good? it's good. It's not like great. Like I think I was hyping it up too much, but it is very good. Ooh. I love a pistache. We've talked about it before. Pistachio ice cream, I think, is my favorite ice cream. Yeah, which I think is weird, but I'm intrigued by this um, coffee flavor. Mainly just because I love it when Starbucks comes out with things that aren't, like, Frappuccinos. Sweet, sweet cake, sugar bombs. Because you know what? That's Duncan's thing. Yeah. Starbucks keeps coming out with, like, pistachio. And when they had like that, that. When they had that juniper latte. Ooh! Oh, yeah, that was good. Or, like, their Irish cream mm-hmm. lattes that they do. I like that one, too. Mm-hmm. This podcast is just me and Megan having, like, a <laughs> a blank whiteboard and just throwing anything <laughs> we're thinking on it. I know. It's funny. <laughs> this is, like, actually, though, how we talk when we're together. <laughs> I know. I just have no direction to this podcast tonight. I feel like normally, like, we have more jokes or whatever, but now I feel like I'm just throwing anything I'm thinking out at you. And I'm like... What do you think about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's get to it. I know you're just talking about random shit to stall talking about The Bachelor. I know. You guys, I don't know. You guys, I don't want to disappoint you and like pull like a Hannah Brown where like I quit during the season. But Hannah I'm fe- quit during the season? Yeah, I was doing this podcast and I was doing updates on Hannah Brown's episodes and I just, I quit oh, you, in the you middle of the season, the season and I just was like, I can't do it, sorry. And I'm kind of getting to that point and I don't think it literally has anything to do with Matt. I think that Claire and Tasia's like La Quinta shit fucked me up that I'm just like, I just need, when it was like back to back and it was like, I need like a three month breather. The you mean the the La Quinta Inn the no the La Quinta Roadside Motel. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just like it was like Tasia's episode season ended, and I swear to God, it was like the next week. It was like now with Matt James and like forty five women. It was, <laughs> and I'm personally still offended that they thought that we could just not have um after the final round. after the. Yeah, because, I mean, literally, the finale aired on, like, December 23rd, like, the day before Christmas, so it's not like they were going to have everyone, like, fly in and do, you know, just people had other things going on, and I get, I get COVID, I don't know, I'm just sick of COVID, (laughs) yeah, that's fine, I was going to say, I don't know, I was going to elaborate on that, but no, I'm just, I have had enough, I'm sick of COVID impacting my TV shows. I'm sick of 
my TV shows being about COVID. I'm sick of, I'm sick of it. Yeah, same. It's like, read the fucking room, bitch. It's time for you to go. Like, no, first of all, no one fucking invited you here. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anybody sending you an invite, a text, or address, nothing. You, you have overstayed your welcome. So then you come uninvited. You kill 400,000 of my friends. Ruin every social aspect of my last years of being in my 20s. And make the unbearable bachelor even more unfucking bearable. So like grab your purse, I'll walk you out. I'll get you an Uber even, I'll pay for it. But like Honestly, let's let's stop. Let, and listen, this is not us making light of COVID. Like you just said, 400,000 people have died and that's devastating. In America alone. <laughs> and yeah, yes, just in America. But separately the bachelor sucks. <laughs> I'll say it. It sucks. You guys know I like hate the bachelor anyways, but I'm just like stuck in a fucking cycle. And then yeah, like then they're like, let's go to the Quinta Roadside Inn in like a fucking desert town, California. It's a and, then... Right <laughs> and then the Claire was like, I'm gonna leave. And then Tasha had like a, a great time and I really truly enjoyed her season. And then I was like, okay, cool. Now I have like time to like rest before I just like put up with this torture shit toxic relationship I'm in again. And it was like surprise bitch, <laughs> Matt James. Okay, and by the way, three hundred women, <laughs> one I, resort I in Pennsylvania. I know. In the middle of all this, Tasha and Zach just seem to be off living their best life in New York yeah, City. Yeah, well, fuck so her. <laughs> no, it's so sweet, and I'm I'm here for that. But like you said, you can't trust these. Can't trust no hoes. Because you never know. They could be posting a story, all happy, looking for a restaurant, and then an hour later they have to delete it to post a big breakup message. That's you like, know? hey, you guys, I'm at the Cheesecake Factory. We just broke up. Is, <laughs> is anybody nearby that can give me a ride? <laughs> I'll give you my leftover cheesecake. <laughs> a wood pull-up. For Zach, wood pull-up. Oh my god, yes. And like, but, I'm bitter because I, I just like imagine my fairy tale is Zach and like now she's living it. And so maybe I am bitter and it's nothing personal. I'm just... And that's what? okay. That's just your journey. I've, I've come to terms with it a little sooner than you have, which I find shocking as well. But you'll get there. You'll get there. I think it's because I didn't watch the last episode that now I'm just like living in a... Well, maybe they didn't actually choose each other. Oh, I that's did. true. Watch the last episode. The last episode was a game changer. Like that proposal was precious. Great. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, then they throw us into Matt James right away. No time to fucking relax, breathe, regroup. And then they're like, "We're gonna give you more women than ever before in Bachelor history." And I'm like, I never even know who anybody is until like the final five weeks. So like now I'm like, who's this brunette bitch? Like I don't know who this is. And it's just, you guys, it's just, like, really stressful. And, like, I'm just, like, having such a hard time watching it every week. And, like, I can't believe you put me in such an uncomfortable situation. Like, you know I'm not happy. You know how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing new on her divorce, by the way. Um, So, okay, let's fucking talk about this. I don't know. I was going to say, feel free to abbreviate your notes. 
You guys, he fucking hate this show. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll admit the first like week or two. What are we on now? Week three? Is it only week three? It's only week three. Okay, well, I'll get. I'll say that the first up until this week, I was like, oh, it's kind of nice to just watch like a good old fashioned season of The Bachelor, like. It's pretty standard, like, producer drama. There's the villain that everyone knows who is the... Like, it's kind of borderline boring. But to me, that's kind of, that was kind of, like, what I wanted to watch out of a season of The Bachelor. After the last one was so chaotic. But this week just put me over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so many women. And I just don't see, like... <laughs> Once again, I just don't see an end in sight. I'm not seeing a light at the end of the tunnel because I'm like, how is he going to get through all these women? And they just are now they're adding more. And I just feel like this fucking season's never going to end. And well, and it's true. A break from the show. There are multiple like red flags I've seen just like in the show in general that leading me t- to believe that this is not going to be a successful process for Matt. Yeah. And that kind of makes it not fun to watch yeah because we know deep down we all know that this show is kind of like a hunk of shit and like a majority of the couples don't work out blah 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 but like I never realized that I do actually watch to fa- watch these people like fall in love you know yeah like you're rooting for them we're all rooting for them when my, my mother kills me like this. <laughs> when my mother treats me like this it's because she loves me um but, like, yeah, but there's so do... many women. I feel like there's not really been any, like, solid, fun bonds yet. And, like, they're so focused on people's, like, past traumas so early on, which I feel like usually comes later. And I don't know. And even in this week's episode, like, one of the girls asked about Matt's last relationship. And he was like, oh, yeah. And he was like, yeah, it was like a year ago. And it was, we dated for four months and she wanted to make it. He, he basically said, and not these words, we dated for four months. She wanted to make it official. I wasn't down. So we broke up. And that's like blatant fuckboy behavior. That's like, and a he's di- like 28. a different version of every relationship I've ever had. Same. And, <laughs> yeah. And you, that's just so, I don't know, that's so not the answer you would want to hear I would want to hear from someone who's like potentially proposing to me in the next few weeks that's not the answer I want to hear from someone who's like on the show to find a wife like most yeah. of the people that come on here are like you know I've always like been in serious relationships like I've always wanted to be married it just hasn't happened for me yet and then he said like he's never been in love before and I'm like so why are you on the show yes that was part of that same conversation I was like this is weird and I do think a lot of it comes from um like people he he doesn't know what to do like at first it was endearing to like see him be so nervous and like clearly confused like on the first episode because he was like I haven't been here before what do I do but now I think it's kind of working against him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like when he goes upstairs at that one point that we'll get to yes yes I was like um, what are you doing <laughs> funny but I'm I'm scrolling while we talk because I'm a um, multitasker and there's an us weekly post that says lowest ratings ever abc executive rob mills is speaking out after matt james's premiere had the lowest ratings in franchise history well maybe he had just given us a one month that's 
I know I said a few months, but I would have settled for just one month in between. And true, I think they needed to like get him out there more, like on the publicity trail before. Yeah. In which they could have done if they would have just fucking waited. But no one knows who the fuck he is. When it was unless like you're, unless this... you're like a teenage girl who is like obsessed with Tyler Cameron, aka me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, how's your TikTok boyfriend going along? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. Wait, which one? Um, <laughs> the hype house once, right? So... Whatever house it was. <laughs> I just love them all. Did you see Noah Beck's um Calvin Klein ad this week? Yeah. <laughs> Even though I only check social media like once a day, I, I can't escape my TikTok hype houses. Okay, well, <laughs> I had to friendly remind. I know we were all talking about it at work, and I was like, I feel like I have to remind people that he's 19. <laughs> he's young. <laughs> we're old. Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And they started the season, like, like you can't start a show, like, in the weird time between Christmas and, like, inauguration during election year. I'm sorry. Like, none of us were, like, doing, sh- like, we cannot focus during, between Christmas and, like, today. Because so much shit was going on. And they were like, what if we give you a new season? And right. Like, no. <laughs> I will say that's usually always when the new season starts. And I usually always like it because it's, like oh man winter break is over like blah 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 but there's always like a bachelor new season to watch on like the monday after winter break like i know that that's always a thing but i totally hear you that this year it just felt wrong they should have redone it because tasia's season had just ended and it's like a lot happened in january in the world that i don't know our minds were just other places yeah and i had like no energy like sorry i was watching like nazis burned down the Capitol. I don't care about Matt like choosing Victoria. <laughs> oh my god, excuse me, that came out of nowhere. Gunzoon. Okay, so let's talk about the fucking episode so I can finish the wilds. Yes. Um okay, so and it picks up where it had ended last week where like he's doing the rose ceremony and um Sarah faints. And so it picks up the air. There's an EMT, thank God. And um, she's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then he like goes and comforts her outside. And all the girls are like mad because they think that like she fainted on purpose to like get his attention. But it's like she already had a fucking rose. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. She was saying she fainted because they've been filming, I'm sure, for like 20 hours. Right. And that's why I was so annoyed. I was like, really? These girls have beef with her? fainting but then it just I don't know it was the theme for the rest of the episode so yeah then it got out of hand I was like they just had it out for her to begin with yeah um oh no did half my notes oh no I think my some of my oh there okay wow I thought my notes got disappeared okay um and so that he finishes the rose ceremony and he chooses victoria who's like the the show villain and like such a psycho mm-hmm. um the fucking bra back bitch and then he sends marilyn home who victoria lied about and like none of the girls defended her which i was like shady um same i was like is this 
so is it true or what? But I, I, I don't know. I felt really bad for that girl. Me too. And all the girls were saying, like, it wasn't true. But then, like, none of them stood up. And I felt, like, a lot of tweets saying that, too. Like, it would have been so easy to be like, hey, Matt, just so you know, like, we are all in the house of Victoria. Or it was Marilyn. And, like, that's not, like, what's going on. Like, you don't have to get yourself super involved. But you can, like, clear the air. So. Yeah. Like, I know that getting involved in the drama doesn't work well historically on this show. But I don't know. I would I would want someone to stand up for me that way. Yeah. yeah appreciate it if someone who I was like pursuing stood up for someone in that way like I think that would be a stand up thing mm-hmm. exactly well it's like Victoria was like being a bitch to all of them so you'd think that they and that's well it's obvious that she's a plant so maybe all the other girls know that she's a plant and they're like let's just, just happen true um so yes Marilyn goes home along with a few other girls who are they I couldn't tell you because there's truly 67 females on this season of The Bachelor yeah I literally don't care um and so then there's a group date and it's with Rachel Brie Lauren Kit Serena C Victoria Kayla Anna Kylie and Katie so impressed (sighs) that you bothered once again my arthritis is flared (laughs) um and they they like come into this like conference room at this fucking resort because COVID's ruining our lives and there's like a shadow of a woman and she's like reading like a sexy sultry passage from a book where there's like a sex scene not cannibalistic sex scene just like a normal one <laughs> um and then it's like Ashley I as we know in Bachelor Nation um from being on the Bachelor um, God with crystals that's like my favorite episode when she gets left and um, then she was in Bachelor in Paradise multiple times she like always was pursuing Jared her now husband he never liked her then he decided he liked her and now they're married and so now she does like appearances and I actually really I, like her I would say I heart Ashley I so yeah glad so we can be on that because I was going to be mad if you had anything bad to say about her um, I like Ashley I from literally crystals this season when no one else liked her. I liked her. I kind of liked her too. And I remember, I just remember my old boss used to tell me that I looked like her. And I was like, wow, that's nice, but fake. <laughs> I don't see it. Not- <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't either. But, but I don't know. I think I always liked her because of that. Um, And then she got the episode where she gets dumped by crystals, which what a joke. Um, is like one of my favorite episodes ever because her and fucking alleged <laughs> alleged someone who killed their husband. Why is this the third week in the row? <laughs> I'm scared that she's gonna sue us. Um, get left by crystals. He breaks up with both of them, and then he just leaves them in the middle of nowhere in a helicopter. <laughs> It's, like, truly one of the my favorite episodes ever. But, see, Ashley was such a good example of, like, a character who was loony in her own right. It, like, not produced, not a producer plant, maybe producer influence, but not a plant. Like, she was just herself, and it w- was loony, and it was great. And she just had a lot of feelings, and that's okay. Right. Um... So she, yeah, she's reading this like sexy, sultry, like love, passionate making scene out of a book. Turns out Chris Harrison wrote a fucking book called The Perfect Letter. 
and it's like a romance, like sultry romance novel. I fucking raced to Amazon to buy this thing. You did? Did you? No, I'm just kidding. Kind of, oh. but really. I didn't race, but I'm definitely going to read it. When did this come out? I have not heard anything about this. I would just prefer not to spend money on it. So, like, if someone has a copy that they want to lend me, I would take that. But, you know. When did this come out? <laughs> um, Possibly this... No, I think, like, a solid year ago. I do not remember this at all. I don't Which, know. I, that's I so know random. Why did he do that? <laughs> I just know it because whenever... You know how this summer they did the, like, best season ever, like, Bachelor recaps, and Chris Harrison would, like, host it from his office? In every scene of him sitting in his office, they had, like, a book display set up in the background. Huh. What a choice. What a random choice. I think it was after divorce. And it's like a fake story, right? Yes. Like, straight up, like, Nicholas Sparks shit. Like, romance novel. Okay. Random. But it's called The Perfect Letter by Chris Harrison. If anybody, any of our um, little bookworms want to dive right in. I and... play. <laughs> <laughs> Megan will give us a book club review in a month. Um, and so the group date is like they have to write these like sultry stories about like you know making love to Matt James which I was like god they're running out of things to do Um, and then like read them to the group and so they all do that some girls are you know more um, direct and vulgar than others and but it just seems like a fun date like everyone's like giggling and it seems like everyone's having fun yeah, it was entertaining. They really did go all out, which was shocking. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, and then, like the girls who weren't on the group date were came and like got to be in the audience. Um, and so then once it was over, the group date girls got to go and have like a little cocktail after party um, with Matt. The other girls had to go back to the hotel. Sarah's like, this is like a theme throughout the whole show, but. Uh, our episode but Sarah's like upset because um, she's just like feeling insecure because you know last week she had a one-on-one with him and it really was great she opened up she told about her dad who she's like a caretaker for um, and so like now going into the next week you know seeing him like go on dates with these other girls she's like feeling insecure and upset and like doesn't know if she like is right for The Bachelor, um, especially because she's, like, had a lot of issues in past relationships with, like, people being unfaithful. So it's, like, hard for her to see them dating other people. Which I get. That wouldn't be fun or easy. No, it definitely wouldn't. This is, like, a, this is, like, the thing about The Bachelor is, like, when people show, like, normal reactions, it's, everyone acts like it's, like, so insane and loony. And it's, like, no, that's, like, a normal human response to things. Yeah. Um, like, if I was bonding with a guy and was, like, dating him and, like, had a great time and, like, opened up all my fucking traumas because someone had a gun to my head behind the camera, <laughs> then, like, yeah, the next week I wouldn't want, like, 13 women reading, like, how they want to fuck him in front of me. Sorry. Yeah. I know that I'm, like, <laughs> crazy like that. But, like, no. No, I totally agree. Um, meanwhile, at the after party him and Brie um, start to kind of have a bond. They, like, have a really good, like, one-on-one talk. And I could see, like, in the future um, that blossoming a little more. Um, 
And so then Sarah is like having a full like so then at the hotel with the other girls, like the one-on-one date card comes and it's gonna go to um Serena P. And so then Sarah's just like having kind of like a meltdown at the hotel because she's just like once again, like I don't have like another one-on-one with him. I'm not like on the group date, like we haven't had any time together with him this week. Like, I don't know if I can do this. I kind of want to go home. So she decides to walk her little ass over to the group date and interrupt, which I get where Sarah's coming from in her feelings and insecurities. However, I do not condone this move that she made. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also kind of felt like it was like a producer yeah, motivated yeah. move. Yeah. Um, so I was like, God. And that's like something else about this season is like because there's, there's no outside factors, like they're quarantined. I feel like the producers keep um, making up fake scenarios and they're just so easy to see and like spot. That it's just, like, exhausting to watch because I'm, like, this is, like, not real. And, like, obviously there's, like, some fakeness to all reality TV. But, like, this is, like, too much. <laughs> right. Um, so. Not- yeah. And so he's, like, having, like, a little one-on-one time with this girl named Katie. And so then um, Sarah just, like, comes in the middle of nowhere and is like, can I interrupt? And Katie was like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, you're not even on this group date. She, not like that, but I'm just summarizing because this is fucking painful for me to relive my trauma of watching this show every week. Um, and so then she, Katie's like, I guess. Like, what the fuck, bitch? And so then she like goes, so Sarah's like, thank you. First of all, I will say I like Sarah and I'm rooting for her in this episode, but like the way she talks throughout the whole episode truly was like annoying me. Yeah, I was going to say, overall, I'll throw it out there, I'm still on Sarah's side, but she was not perfect in this episode. Well, like, she keeps being like, can I I talk to you? Yeah. Like, Like, trying to make it sound like she's on the verge of tears. Like, throughout, literally, everything she speaks in this entire episode is in that tone of voice, and it's like, girl, I need you to get a grip. And, like, use her normal voice because, like, you're not in the verge of tears right now. She does cry a lot, but, like, it was, like, very fake. Anywho. So, her and Matt are, like, talking. And then Katie goes out to the other girls. And it was, like, Sarah just, like, dropped by and, like, interrupted my time. And all the girls are, like, pissed because they're already mad at her because she, like, fainted. And yeah. so, they're, like, what the fuck? She's, like, trying to make this her show. Like, she's taking our time. And then Victoria's, like, really ramping everyone up to be like let's fucking kill her and this is me generalizing (laughs) um and so then they're like katie go back in there and interrupt and then so she does and she's like which this was like so fake um and she was like hi so like are you done talking to him or like because this was like you're not on this date and like i was talking to him and sarah's like katie can we just like like five more minutes and Sarah's like how about like we make or Katie's like how about we like make it two and Sarah's like please Katie like I'll bring him out to you like I'll bring him out to you which I'm like does he not get a say or what's up yeah clearly. Um, um and I, I will say I like Katie overall too yeah but she was annoying in this part she was and so then Katie's like okay like I'll just stand over here and like goes and stands off to the side and so then he's just, like, telling her, like, Sarah, like, I know you're insecure. This needs to be really tough. But, like, we just remember, like, the bond we felt, like, on our one-on-one date. Um, that's, like, ours. That's, like, between us. Like, how I feel about other people, like, doesn't change how I still feel about you and, like, the bond that we had. 
Um, and then like Katie comes and sits down on the sofa because like Sarah's like still talking. Um, and so then Sarah's like, okay, like I'll leave. Um, and like Matt walks her out. And then um Sarah like goes and apologizes to the other girl. She's like, hi, like I just like wanna say, like, I'm so sorry for like interrupting their date. And like I just wanted to tell you before like anybody else told you, like, I just like had to come here for like a personal reason. And they're like, okay, but like why did you like why are you apologizing after the fact? Like this is like our time with him, like you had a one-on-one with him, which I get how they're feeling too. Um and like some of the girls were like, we didn't have time to talk to him tonight. Like this was our group date. Um, and so then Sarah like leaves crying and then like Victoria chases her out. And you think that Victoria's like gonna be nice to her. Cause she's like, Hey girl, like why are you crying? Like I, I just wanted to follow you out and like I'm just I wanna like, you know, talk to you out of love. And Sarah was like, Well, that was like really intense and she was like, Yeah, like it was intense, but like you interrupted our date and like you fucking suck and you're like a bitch. Yeah, I thought that was really annoying. Yeah. I was like generalizing. Yeah, they made it seem like it was she she was gonna be nice for like a second, but then it was all very like like girl fights, you know, like uh, you know, like talking in nice tones but being super fucking bitchy. Yeah, she was like, Yeah, like it was super intense, kind of just like how it was like intense that you like crashed our group day and like took all of our time. I was like, okay. Um, and so then Katie comes out and Victoria's like trying to stand up for Katie and be like, fuck Sarah. Like she stole your time. And Katie's like, well, I actually want to hear what she has to say. And so then Victoria goes inside. Sarah like apologizes to Katie and Katie's just like, like my one-on-one time with him. Like this is a group date. Like you shouldn't have been here. Um, so then Sarah's like even more emotional and like goes back to the hotel. Um, and, um, uh, Matt like goes and talks to the girls and I was like you know if you're feeling insecure just like remember like what we have together is like not about the other women here um, it's just like a tough process mm-hmm. and then he gives um, Rachel the uh, group date rose which I seem to like her as of now I literally just can't remember who Rachel is she kind of looks like Katie to be honest when Katie was talking to Sarah later on in the hotel I was like, oh, Rachel. And then I was like, or is that Katie? And then I was okay. like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> okay, then I think I do know who she is. Yeah. Um, and so then um, the next day, Matt comes in. And so then Sarah like goes in her room and she like doesn't come down and like talk to the other girls. And um, they're all mad at her, but then they're mad at her for like not coming out and talking to them, which is like, yeah like if I felt like 20,000 women because there's so fucking many were like pissed at me like I'm obviously gonna stay in my room too like why would I come down and be like ganged up on and like (laughs) yeah she's probably like exhausted like clearly she's going through it she probably doesn't want to sit around and film being all like lovey friendly chatty with the girls well and like she knows that they're all mad at her so like why would I come out of my room just be like you're a bitch (laughs) yeah by like 20 women. Um, and so then Matt comes to pick up Serena P for their like one-on-one date. And then he's like, where is Sarah? And they're like, she's in her room. And so then he, even though he's there to pick up Serena for her one-on-one date, he's like, I'm going to go talk to her. Which I was like, 
that was a choice that I don't think you should have made because it's like Serena's one-on-one. The girls are already pissed at Katie. Mm-hmm. Like, because they think that she's like faking feigning and like she crashed her group date. So like, mm-hmm. bad no, that was pretty shitty. And I get that he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Because that's what they always say as like the lead. They're just like, oh, we don't know what's going on in the house. And it's true, and Matt's clearly clueless and, like, doesn't get how women work, but that was a very poor choice. Well, it's like, you already know she crushed the group date, and obviously you know, like, no one's thrilled that she did that. So, like, mm-hmm. when you come to pick someone else up for their one-on-one date, like, maybe don't feel like, I'm gonna have to go talk to my other girlfriend. Yeah, not cute. No. So then he, like, goes up to her hotel room, and she's, like, laying in the bed, and he, like, lays on top of her, and they, like, canoodle, and then she, like, cries to him about how she just doesn't know if this is, like, the right plate, like, journey for her, if she can, like, put up with it, um, and then he's, like, you know, like, I, I really hope you stay, like, I think that we have, like, a great connection, and I just, like, want you to remember, like, our bond, and so they spend, like, a lot of time together in the hotel room just, like, comforting each other. Yeah, it definitely was not five minutes, and he definitely said some, like, very reassuring things to her that are kind of like shocking to hear so much reassurance very early on which again is I think part of him not having any experience from this show is that like you can't really put it all out there like that yeah exactly game because there's like a good chance at this point that you're not going to end up with her so you're just kind of like like I don't know that's not gonna look good eventually yeah exactly and you're like literally there to take someone else on a date and they're like literally waiting on you so (laughs) yeah Matt Matt lost a lot of points on this from me which like I said I get it he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and this is just as new and crazy for him as it is for all these women right now so they're kind of going through it together but also again that's why I'm not liking this season as much (laughs) yeah I agree um So then him and Serena go on their date and they go horse riding and then they go and like sit in a field and build like a charcuterie board and like have wine. Serena Um, the doll. She is. Yeah. I like her. And like, I like how she like um, playfully like makes fun of him. Yeah. Like her way of flirting. She's the one that asked him about the relationship, right? Yes. And she is only 22. Hey. <laughs> Why are you on the show, girl? I you know. Half the men you'll meet. <laughs> I know. So I was like, oh my God, I love her. She seems so cool. But honestly, like, I thought she was 20, like, seven ish. I don't know why. I just had that in my mind. I can't figure out how old these girls are on this season. But, um, but then I saw on the screen thing that she's only 22. And I was like, ugh. I feel like I like her less now just because I don't want her to be here. You know, like I want her to be out in the world, like dating, not on this show because I just don't want to sound bad. I don't trust anyone who's 22 and feels like they need to go on this show to find love. Yeah. That feels like they've given up all hope that they need to go on the bachelor to find a husband before they reach the age of 25. (laughs) Yeah. That's weird. Like I didn't even meet like half the men I dated, but I feel like I met, I like dated most of the people I like I dated I met at 22 or after yeah it's either that or I hate to say this like based like stereotypical term but they aren't there for the right reasons yeah 
Agreed. Um, I, I'm not getting that vibe from her, but I'm like, why did you sign up? Or like, well, but it's like also like not her fault. Like, why would like Bachelor cast anybody who's like under 25? Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not getting the here for the wrong reasons vibe from her. But to your point, that is then that further makes me wonder then why is she there to begin with? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they like have wine. They do like the charcuterie. And then um, there's like randomly a donkey. I was like, what's this? Okay. And then um, they go to dinner. And this is like when they kind of start to talk about the relationships. Matt says that he's never been in love. Which I'm like, girl, okay. <laughs> You're here to find a wife? Yeah, Matt says that he's just a literal fuckboy. Like, he he tr- truly wants us to think that his first real relationship and only love story is going to be from this show. Okay, okay. That's what he wants us to think. Okay. And it's like, how will you even know if you love this person if you've never, like, and like, I'm going to be engaged to this person I've known for, like, 16 weeks if you've never been, like, in love. And, like, I know that, like, obviously everyone has to, like, fall in love the first time. But I'm like, but you don't even, like, you know, normally if you're in love, it's, like, a long-term relationship where you've gotten to know each other and, like, know each other's families and whatever. This is, like, a 16-week speed dating. And now you're just going to be like, and now I'm married. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, okay, this is what love is. But I think when this show works for people, it works for people who have been in love before being on the show so that they they know what's real and what's like it was a result of the show, if that makes any sense. And they know what they're not looking for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I'm skeptical of this whole season now. Um, and makes it then, not fun. Yeah, because it's just like, well, I just know this is going to not end in love. Yeah. So, um, and she's like says to him, um, she has been in love before, like her last relationship. She was like madly deeply in love with this person. Um, and so she hasn't felt that way since, which I'm like, well, you're 22. But then she says that she's catching feelings for Matt and she can see herself um falling in love with him. And so mm-hmm. then they go like hot tubbing and canoodle. Um, they look me? very. They look very nice together. Here's the thing: I like her a lot. I don't like their bond together. Oh, I really? I thought feeling they were, it. I thought they were sweet. I just felt like they're both. Well, I have my reservations about Matt now that I know he's never been in love, and like, I know to be honest, him saying that just ruined him with anyone for me. But like, he did that to himself. Yeah. I don't, but I'm just questioning his connections with literally everyone now. Me too. I'm like, how are you going to be with someone for four months and then be like, I'm as like a grown ass 27 year old man and be like, but you're not my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. I just have. I want to hear from that girl he was talking about who was in that last relationship with him. Like I want her to chime in and be like um he fucking sucks (laughs) yeah because I don't even need to hear from her because I know exactly what she would have said because like we've literally all been there where it's like I've like met your family we've like spent every day together for like a year and then you're like you're not my girlfriend (laughs) it's like oh okay right I just want her (laughs) to reaffirm everything that we're saying 
Um, I'm fine. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they I don't like their connection together. I just I wasn't feeling it. There wasn't like any bad vibes. I just like wasn't feeling any vibes, truly. Um so meanwhile at the house on sorority row, Sarah's like still in her room because like everyone's well, okay, during this one-on-one date, Sarah had come downstairs finally and like apologized to everyone and first of all they had spent like the whole night talking shit about her and like making fun of her and then she like comes down to apologize to everyone and then MJ this blonde bitch it was like we were worried I was like worried about you like you've just been in your room like I I was worried that you were like weren't okay and it's like MJ you were literally just talking shit about her for like the past four hours like you clearly weren't um and so then they all just like oh what in general, backtracking to something you said earlier about her staying in her room, it's like just the she's drained. Like that's all I want to do when I'm just so exhausted and drained. Like imagine there's people everywhere. Not only are there like 25 girls who are like judging and talking about your every move, but there's a whole fucking production crew. There's cameras in your face everywhere. Like, yeah, no fucking wonder she just wants a break. Ugh, okay. Well, yeah, and it's like she knows that they're all mad at her. So why would she go and be around them? Like, that's, like, what's so confusing to me. Because they keep complaining that she's not hanging out with them. But then they keep saying that they hate her. And so I'm like, well, why would she want to come out of her room? Like, I feel like maybe, maybe not every girl. But I feel like for the most part, like, girls have all been that, like, one girl on the outs. Where it's, like, everyone in your friend group was, like, mad at you for, like, whatever reason. Or something like that. And you just feel like shit. And like, yeah, you don't want to be around them. Because it's like, well, why would I? Like, you guys all hate me. So, like, why why would I want to be around you? And it's like, so I don't understand, like, their logic of, like, she's just still in her room. She won't come out. But then they're like, she likes accent. We, like, hope she leaves. <laughs> and so it's like, why would she come out and hang out with you? She knows you guys don't like her. And, like, there's yeah. 25 of you and one of her. Like, <laughs> that's not going to be a good time. And so then, yeah, she finally does come out and, like, apologizes to everyone. And was like, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm really going through it. I don't know if like, I'm going to stay. Like, I don't know if this is for me. I shouldn't have, like, done what I did. But I was just, like, freaking out in my head. And I'm, like, really sorry. And then they all just, like, start attacking her. And they're, like we don't know you, you're fake, you're a bitch, like, you're trying to get his attention, like, you're manipulative, you're toxic, and, like, they're all just, like, jumping on her, and then, yeah, MJ was, like, we were worried about you, like, I was, I was seriously worried about your, like, well-being, and it's, like, MJ, you know, you weren't, and then, um, she's just, like, okay, and so then, like, they all kind of, like, disperse, and she, like, tries to be, like, MJ, can I talk to you, and MJ's, like, I don't want to talk right now, so then he's just like um, I'm too heated. I'm too heated. Like, bitch, calm down. I was like, why are you mad? Were you even on that group date? <laughs> yeah. I don't think she was. She, let me go back to my list. She wasn't. <laughs> so, like, why are you so heated? Um and then yeah, like Victoria's like egging everyone on. Like Victoria, like because Sarah was like, You guys know me, like you know, like I'm not malicious. And she was like we don't know you and she was like you guys like know me like I'm not like this type and she was like who is she talking to yeah she's like, like I've got to know some of the girls in the house and Victoria's like who 
hell? She was like literally like, who is she talking to? As if Sarah's like not right there. Well, like, and then like if if anyone had gotten to know Sarah at that point, Victoria being like, who 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 is she talking? It's like really antagonizing. I probably w- wouldn't want to speak up either. Yeah, exactly. And it's just so, uh, it's just such a like wicked vibe, and like not. Alaria Boston Wicked. It's like vile <laughs> wicked. And so yeah, then Sarah like tries to talk to the girls afterwards when they kind of all split up and like none of them will talk to her. And this once again, like I think that she was kind of being annoying the show, but like she's away from home. She's away from her dying dad. She's fu- getting feelings for someone who's dating a million other girls. All the girls are hating her. Like I would fucking just crash and burn too. Like that's a lot. And so then she's just, like, emotional and just, like, goes back to her room because she's, like, okay, well, I fucking tried. And so then the next day, the girls are, like, talking shit about her again. And they're, like, we can't believe she's still in her room and, like, won't come down. And then MJ was, like, she won't even talk to me, so I'm just going to move on. And it's, like, roll the fucking clip back, MJ, because she Uh tried to talk to you twice last night and you wouldn't give her the fucking time of day. You weren't even on the... Why am I so heated? You weren't even on the group date, so I don't get why you're on your fucking, like, feelings about this shit. hmm This is your only speaking line throughout the whole season, so you're lucky that you're having this attitude, because I'll never see you on camera again. But, like, God, I was just like, what do you mean she tried to talk to you? She literally tried to talk to you twice, and you fucking jumped down her throat, and you weren't even on the group date. I don't get, but now you're like mad that once again she won't come out of her room. Why would she come out of her room? Why would you come out of your room to be like, hey, ladies, that fucking terrorized me last night? Right. She's probably terrified at this point. In addition to all the emotional turmoil she's going through, now she's just scared shitless. And that's not a fair fight. And I don't like that shit. I really hate the shit where it's like a group of people calls out one person and like, makes them feel embarrassed in front of like a group or makes them feel shameful like in front of a group I like really hate that yeah and like there are a few standout girls who are definitely to blame here like Victoria <laughs> but the rest of them it's like they're probably like I said they're probably like scared to speak up like they don't want to go against this like villain and they don't you know they just don't want to they don't want it to be themselves like they just want to stay under the radar so I un- kind of understand them not saying anything but like at the same time it's like oh my god someone please stand up for her <laughs> or not even stand up for her but like hey let's not fucking dial dogpile her like if Katie has an issue because Katie got interrupted they can have their discussion but all 20 of us don't need to stand like sit and watch while she just gets like berated and like has no one on her side like that's not a fair fight Mm-hmm. And it's just not a good vibe at all. And I really don't like that ever. Um, and so she just, like, is staying in her room crying because she's, like, so upset about, like, what happened the night before. And she's still just, like, you know, I don't know if I should be here. And so then this is, like, I really like Katie. Mm-hmm. Because Katie, the girl who got interrupted, she comes in and checks on her. And she's, like you know like I just want to I she was like I really did not like that last night like I did not approve of them dogpiling on you like it was really hard to watch which I'm like girl you should have said something but right um she was like so I just want to check on you because like I I'm like not about that like that was not okay and um 
Sarah tells her, like, I've decided I'm going to leave. Um, like, and Katie's like, I hope it wasn't because you think, like, we're, like, bullying you out of the house, which I'm like, well, you were. Uh, well, because the girls had told her the night before, too. They're like, you, if you stay, your time in the house is going to be miserable. Why would she come out of her room? <laughs> yeah, like, excuse me, are we threatening people now? Yeah, like, and it's like, grow the fuck up. You're literally here to get married, and you're still acting like middle school girls of, like, we're going to haze you until you, like, leave. Mm-hmm. You're here to get married and, like, have a husband. Grow up. I don't know why I'm so mad. God. No, it's not a good look. It's not a good look for, like, the show or anything. It's just really yeah. It's really, like, old-fashioned to do the whole, like, mean girl thing. Like, I thought we moved past that. <laughs> I know. And it's, like, you're all immature. Like, you're literally here to find a husband. Like, I don't get why you're acting like this. Um, yeah, it's because they cast 22-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. And so then um, Sarah just, like, opens up to her. And she was, like, no, it's, like, a lot of things. Like, I'm feeling insecure. Um, I obviously feel like I don't have any friends in the house and then she tells her like you know and I'm the main character for my dad and he probably only has a few weeks to live so like I really want to go home it's like very emotional and then Katie actually opens up and says that she lost her dad in -hmm. 2012 and they kind of had this like sweet bonding moment and Katie's like I really think you should go home like if you have an opportunity to spend like his last moments with him like I really think you should and so um Sarah's like okay like I'm gonna go tell um Matt and so she leaves and um then Katie goes downstairs to the girls and is like hey like I just talked to Sarah and she's like decided to go home um and she she and then like Victoria claps and she was like let's stay classy because like we have to realize like we don't know what's going each other's like lives and like we don't know each other's stories um, and she's, like, dealing with a family thing. So, like, let's stay classy and just, like, remember, like, you know, we're all going through stuff. Um, but, like, if you feel like you're not here to get married, like, then I do think that you should leave. Uh-huh. So I thought that was, like, very redeeming of Katie to be, like, before, like, the girls, like, lay on her, like, fuck Sarah. Like, thank God that she, she was, like, hey, like, before you say anything, like, think maybe you don't know, like, what's going on with her. But, like, without revealing, like, Sarah's personal life. And so then um, Sarah goes over to Matt's and she tells him, like, you know, I just, like, really need to go home. Like, this isn't for me. And she tells him, like, you know, the girls in the house have been, like, pretty cruel to me. And it's just been, like, too much. Um, And so then she sends herself home. And that's kind of how the episode ends. And then I saw people on Twitter, which I was, like, so annoyed. I saw people on Twitter being, like, wow Sarah's so fake like she told Katie it was about her dying dad but then she told Matt it was about the girls bowling and it's like first of all the show's fucking edited and Matt already knows about her dad so she doesn't need to tell him about her dad again and she probably doesn't want to tell Katie like hey yeah it was because you guys fucking bullied me because like that's that's awkward (laughs) yeah yeah this was all just like a big train wreck and to your point Twitter had very different thoughts on it than I did yeah like twitter twitter was kind of like going against sarah and i was like um i think we need to give her a little break here well yeah because it's like any like normal person could easily crack in that situation Mm -hmm. um like i don't think i could be there and like be sane and like emotionally stable like with like the whole 
like 25 girls hating me like having like a you know dying dad at home that I'm like away from yeah you're like insulins for this I mm-hmm. yeah like I would crack too and be like you know what? I think I'm just gonna go well and then that begs the question of like why was she there in the first place but who who cares who are we to say or ask or even bother with that well because you might think like this could be really fun and then you get there and you're like okay <laughs> like you don't know like you've never been in that situation before so you don't know how like you're gonna react I mean, I'm not trying to be like a stan account for t- Katie or for Sarah <laughs> but like I just felt like the whole episode left like such a bad taste in my mouth because Agreed. like once again like if you have like normal human reactions to things in the bachelor i feel like you're deemed as crazy but it's like if this was outside of the bachelor like anybody would be like that girl's going through it yeah for sure and everyone would be sympathetic towards her instead of like fucking attacking her yeah so um that's that and then it shows like next week that it's like more women might be joining the house so which is not what we need (laughs) the bachelor i know truly i was already fed up with this episode and then they showed scenes for the next season and i was like oh sorry the next episode i was like oh my god we have to deal with this shit now i know there's like five more women joining and apparently that's when one of like the rumor comes out that like someone is soliciting sex for money which is like, who cares? <laughs> I well, yeah, and exactly. But the, but you know, it's just gonna be like more judgy bitches being like, "Is that who you want to marry?" Uh, Rocky, get out! Rocky's humping me. <laughs> so that's the Bachelor, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to try to pull through for you guys this season, but I'm already being like Shark Tank. And for that reason, I'm out. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, even I'm fed up and that's saying a lot. Am I gonna, <laughs> saying a lot. Am I going to keep watching? Yes. But do I want to fucking talk about it for another hour each week? No. God, I don't know what it is about this season that I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just not doing it for me. I know. Hopefully next episode will be, like, better now that Katie's, like, gone so that I don't have to... Or not Katie. God. Sorry. They're... <laughs> they're all the same to me. Um, now that Sarah's gone and, you know, this won't be, like... The whole episode, like, won't be about this, but we'll fucking see. I'm just, like, waiting for the date of Victoria to go home. Because, like, once she goes home, I think that things will be more normal and, like, more bearable to watch. Yeah, that's true. I'm just... But I'm just... Like, what are they supposed to do with these new girls that show up? I don't know. I'm sure it's, like, some plot twist. It's like, just kidding, or whatever. Yeah, and honestly, I'm sure a majority of, you know, it's going to be the thing where they build it up. But then I'm probably, I'm sure Matt's going to send most of them home on the same night they get there. Because he's going to be like, I have bigger connections with other people. Except for maybe, like, one of them. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So... Um... That's this week's The Bachelor. Tune in next week for me to fucking <laughs> get through this again. <laughs> you guys. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like literally put off watching it until the last minute too. Like I literally watch it 
like as soon as it finishes, Megan's like, okay, I'm ready to record. Like I put it off. Like I could easily watch it a day ahead of time now. And like I don't because I'm like, I can't. I can't until like also, Megan though, truly forces why, me. That's probably why you hate it so much though, because you watch it and then immediately have to go talk about it. I don't know. I don't know actually. Does that make it worse or does that make it better? I think it makes it better, but here's my beef with it, and we've already talked about this. Here's my barbecue human rib about it, and we already talked about this last week. An hour and a half is too long. Yeah, but 42 minutes is too short. No, it's not. No, it's not. I think it is. That's just my opinion! (laughs) All right, Meg. Well, until next week, hang in there, girl. I mean, I'll literally probably text you later tonight, but... Yeah, wow, this was a hefty chat, and I have to pee. (laughs) All right, y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye.